Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. An Erio's original. I just figured out something about your podcast. Okay. Well, so your hobbies are sometimes things that you kind of know you're not quite good enough to like really Mm. super succeed at as a career. Like I couldn't be a professional singer. Oh my God. You have such a good voice. (laughs) I just heard Natasha yesterday (laughs) sing a note of music to her daughter. Well, to both of our kids. And she was just like, no. Welcome to Filling the Void, which is a podcast I do where I talk to people about what they do for pure joy, their hobbies, no agenda-driven things, nothing you make money from, just the fun of doing something for your life that you like and don't care what anybody else thinks, how you fill the void. So Natasha Leggero is here today. She's a very famous actress and comedian. (laughs) One of her hobbies- Very famous. You are- Thanks, Leslie. Is that um, a good thing? I don't know. I mean, what, to be famous? I'm not very famous, but if I was, is that a compliment? <laughs> I mean, I think that, okay, maybe not very famous. I don't know. I, I really don't know. But to me, you're famous and have cachet. And as a performer, I think that's a good thing. Isn't that the, the goal? And a writer? I don't know. Right. You had your own show. If no one ever knows about anything you do, then it must not be very beloved right like you're not like you're not like making your own tv shows to like heal thyself and like it's you know what i mean like you'd be like writing poetry in a cabin somewhere that sounds fun i know don't you want to get a house upstate new york but then it's like well wouldn't you get bored i don't ever get bored hmm you'd have tv and like your phone that sounds awful the thing about having a place upstate new york ticks limes oh i'm not into that me either (laughs) so i don't know where to go (laughs) this Um, is not an option for me right now but one day it will be like what about like minnesota hell no why too cold oh yeah i'm from chicago and you don't it's like it's below zero often cozy no it's not and you've got to like um hack ice off your car in -hmm. minnesota you have to plug in your car at night so it's like in like a warmer or else what? it'll freeze. Wait, what kind of plug? My car doesn't have an outlet. I don't know. They have to like charge their, do something to their cars at night so that they can start the next day when it's that cold. 
My mother is from there. Really? And she grew up on a farm there. But I think it was just like awful, like ice cold all the time. So where would you want a summer country house cabin? Monaco. <laughs> totally. I know. You're so um you're so European. Well, I just was there once and I was like, <laughs> oh, this is better than anything else. <laughs> really? Yeah, like when I was doing the Art Comedy Central show, for some reason the head of Viacom flew us to like a party in Monaco. Oh my God. And it was like right at 4th of July, so it was like at the perfect weather. Right. And it was kind of like New Orleans, but like on a cliff and everything was pink and the air and uh, everyone's like on the beach and it's just perfect weather. So yeah, and architecture and, you know, it's just everything was Did really... you buy rugs? And ship no. them back. I was only there for one. I mean, right. when I had you to leave, I, I felt like I was getting kicked off like an island or so. Like it was only for like oh, no, that that's, night. That's Monaco. I'm sorry. Not Morocco. I've been to Monaco. Oh, you have? Yeah. What did you think? I was younger. I thought it was awesome. It's Wait, like, your parents took you to Monaco? No, 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 no. I went there when I was like traveling around Europe when I was 20 or 21 or something. I was there for a night also. It was like very James Bondish. Yes. Yeah. I liked it. It was beautiful. It's amazing. I mean, it's I just, very rich, though. Yeah, I'm. Sh I'm sure it would be so annoying to be there. And so you don't want a cabin in the woods. No, there. that's true. That's true. That's true. Um, You're gonna have to Santa think Barbara, I guess. Oh no, Big Sur. Sorry. Yeah, I forgot about Big Sur. Ah, <sighs> so cool. But I do think that if you were a local somewhere, it would get old. No, but you would just have it as like another house in See, my dream. In my dream, I'd rather just save that money and stay at the nicest hotel. For how long? Like one Until night. the money ran out. I don't know. Really? Three nights? In LA. What? Three nights versus owning land and another because house. Because how often are you really going to get there? I mean, I would think that when you purchase a piece of land, the incentive is to go as much as possible because you bought it. Like right. weekends, the summer, holidays. Well, then it should be like 45 minutes away. Right. It should be in Ojai. Right. That feels realistic. Yeah. It's like where else to go but LA, you know? JK. LA sucks. You don't like LA? It's like fine. I mean, like I love my life here and like my friends and like my family, you know. It's... I bet New York sucks right now, though. I bet it's all construction all the time. Yeah, but... Everywhere you go, there's I like, like seasons. That's true. This is a season, though. It's raining. Yeah, it's been it's been a wintry LA. Well, I there's. Do two you things. really want it to get below sixty? I miss forests and woods. And All those forests in New York. <laughs> I mean, upstate. Yes, there are, <laughs> but not like when you're it's living in New state. York. No, but I mean, I'm from Long Island, and oh, that's nice. I don't want to own a house in Long Island, but I don't know. I like. Growing up there and living there. New Yorkers complain about everything. I kind of love that. <laughs> <laughs> like every season they complain. Allergies in the spring. Too cold in winter. Too hot in summer. You you like the fall. camaraderie too. Fall. Like, yeah, I do. Everyone's kind of. I like that it's small, that you run into people that you mm -hmm. know all the time. That's and, nice. Yeah. And, That's fun. And you go out and you put on like a cute outfit because it matters. Yeah, it's not that fun to go out here. No. 
You'd always rather just be inside. I know the Gelsons is like the hot. The Gelsons in Silver Lake is like I started the going there on spot. Tuesdays and they play live music. <laughs> <laughs> so I sat at the bar with my one year old and had a glass of wine yeah, while like we waited for Moshe outfit. to come. I think Morgan Murphy watches Jeopardy at the Gelsons bar. <laughs> it sounds so fun to me. I mean, like I think just oh, watching it's Jeopardy. always full the bar. Yeah, even so in the it's day a boom I'll go. Spot. It's interesting. Me and Mary put on outfits to go to Gelson's. And oh, Silver really? Lake. Yeah, because we're losers. <laughs> like, that's so sad. I need to start dressing up for Gelson's. Yeah, it's cool. The one on, you'd think that the one on Franklin would be. No, that one has a serious vibe. I know. Why is it so serious? I don't know. It does have like a no talking in the supermarket vibe. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, no I, talking. It's scary. It's intim- It's like, yeah, it's a serious supermarket. Okay. Well, I wanted to talk to you about two things. And one of the things we started talking about interior design, but I didn't want to talk about that first. I wanted to talk about your other hobby, which you're less interested in, but I'm more interested in, mm-hmm. which is you take piano lessons. I do. Which is the cutest thing? That's I've been ever taking for a very long time. To me, I can't do. <laughs> I, but I can't play take, anything. For so you've been taking it for how long? I just found this really good teacher who like can teach me songs. For so how long fun. have you been taking it? Um, I don't know, like six years. Okay, so but you've like, been taking it for six years. You have a really good teacher, and you can't play anything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe. Well, that's you. because I'll take like three months off. Mm. You know what I mean? And then I won't do it for like. I don't think I did it the whole time I was pregnant. So I took like a year off. So now I'm just starting to like take it again. What can It definitely you makes me feel guilty. Because I'm like, because I feel like I'm going to like um, a finishing school. <laughs> but that you're into that. <laughs> like I kind of schedule my day like I'm at Spence. <laughs> oh my God. I wish, right? Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. Like to have like squash practice and then do they do that. At go, then, then you tour like the Museum of Modern Art and discuss the paintings. Then you see a ballet. I I don't know. That's just what I imagine how Gwyneth Paltrow and Carrie Washington went to school. I know. I know. Fun. It's so it's all girls, right? It's all girls, and it's like Upper East Side, and it sounds so mean. <laughs> like there's so many mean girls. Oh my god! Think of how hard it is to get in. I know, Spence. I I once <laughs> went to um, the Bennington July program, which is like a summer program for high school kids at Bennington College. And is that in Manhattan or upstate? No, no, it's in Vermont. Oh, okay. It's a really small school, but there was a girl there. She was actually so nice. She was so so nice, but she went to Spence. <laughs> And she was like tall and thin and beautiful and and not fake nice, like genuinely kind person. Forget her name. I wonder what they teach you there. Regular things. You think? Definitely. You're definitely learning stuff. You're learning stuff that you wouldn't that is like specialized and useless. Your family, when you have a rich family, they teach you those things, like like manners and like how to fold napkins and whatever etiquette. Right. I don't think that they teach you that at Spence. I don't think it's a finishing school. I think it's <laughs> just a private school. But I mean, maybe there. Are, I could also be wrong. Like that's just my like Midwest public school like fantasy that they're totally. like you know teaching them all how to like recognize a Rembrandt. They probably do teach that in art class, but I learned that 
too. No, I know, I know. Maybe I mean, that was more of a college thing. I don't, but I still like can't recognize one. No, I was just reading this article about this guy who's discovered a Rembrandt, and it's but his family came from like a long line of like art historians and right. and Rembrandt experts. Oh, so it's like however. However you're raised, it totally puts you in this like rarefied place to like. Right. So he just like stumbled upon one. <laughs> oh, how perfect. But the, it's just interesting. Too perfect. Like, you, yeah, I know. Hmm. So you just kind of learn these things from your family. Right. Like I think that when you come from super rich parents, also like Gwyneth Paltrow's parents were successful in their own way. They probably yeah. taught her like. You know, it's uncouth to show up to set in a tank top or whatever. <laughs> um, well, you have to be able to play something. And have, when's the last time oh, you took a lesson? So I took a lesson today. <gasps> you did. That's so cute. <laughs> What's your teacher's name? Well, first of all, another reason why I want to learn it is because my kid likes it when I'm playing. So then she Aww. like wants to play too. What's your teacher's name? Her name's Linda. And what does she look like? I <laughs> she, picture her like she kind of looks like Patricia Arquette, like but more like like now. Oh, I pictured her like with pearls and like no, she's more of like a bohemian. Oh, she might be a little bit older than me. And I also realized what makes someone a good teacher because I noticed she has it so much is patience. So she's like she's yeah. like always acts like it's the first. Like I'll ask her how to do something like so many times. Mm-hmm. And she's always acts like it's the first time I've asked her. So I think that quality, if you can, I mean, I don't really have that. Right. Neither do I. But you're right. That, you have to have it with a kid, I think. Yeah. I think I've learned a lot about having patience with a kid because of having my own kid. And I don't want to be yelling her, yelling at her all the time. So I, not that I would be yelling, but when she's crying and kind of having a temper tantrum I'm I'm better at ignoring it mm-hmm. I think I'd like to think I think Paul has less patience than I do but yeah I don't know I'm just bragging do. now <laughs> <laughs> that's a good quality to brag no to oh, to have pa- I don't know that's what like the way you're acting is kind of atypical I'm working on it. I, it is hard, but as a teacher, I think you're so right. Yeah, yeah. So she's a very good teacher. And so then today. So you don't we, feel self conscious when you ask her? No. That's cool. And she's just kind of like down for whatever. So she right. just like will teach. And she likes kind of, she'll bring me like songs from the 70s and old country songs. Like, you know, I, she kind of knows what I like. What, how, what do you know how to play? Well, I know how to play most of the songs from Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? <laughs> <laughs> That's so cute. All those country songs. Because they're all only two or three chords. Really? And then she'll teach me the rhythm, so it's really easy. Seems really hard to me. Playing an instrument seems, it's not my strong suit. I don't work well with my hands that way. Oh, interesting. But but Paul not- plays guitar and bass, and I've tried to learn. That and Well, guitar hurts. I don't like guitar either. I know. And it drums hurts. seems hard. Drums is impossible. Anybody who plays drums is like an anomaly. Like they're all crazy people because you kind of like have to be this weird genius, I think. Yeah, piano is easy. I think it's hard. Yeah, I mean, 
maybe to some people, but it doesn't hurt. <laughs> That's what I like about it. Like, it doesn't seem right. like... It doesn't most, hurt. Like, the flute, that seems annoying. Like, every instrument seems annoying. I don't know, but piano just is, like... Piano easy. is so, seems so cool. Like, my dream... One of my dreams is to walk into a party at your house or somebody else or just, like, the lobby of a hotel and, like, sit down at the piano and just, like... <laughs> and like you know kind of like wow even people who are my friends like have them never know that I can just like play a funky beat the problem too is to get to that point where you could like walk into a party and casually do it you have to be so good because you get I'm good when I'm by myself but then as soon as someone's listening then I like trip up more do you know what I mean I do it anyway I can only play heart and soul and chopsticks i guess i don't do that at your house but i would you'd you'd walk in and sidle on I think over I'd to the play piano and play chopsticks at a party <laughs> yeah i played heart and soul at your house the last time you had a nighttime party i did did you really i don't remember well because brent's yeah. always playing piano and he's good he's really good but he used to play in airports we just or, shop- <laughs> <laughs> or like hotels <laughs> I remember yeah, you just totally like, see him doing that, Brent he's Weinbach. Very, he's so good at it, and I and he probably I just, wore a form like wore a suit, right? Yeah, he's very comfortable behind. He writes the, songs and stuff. when he tickles the ivories. <laughs> so gross saying that, right? I like it. We like yell at him to play songs. We're like, play. Can you do you know any Rent? He's like, no. <laughs> yeah, he always wants to play like some of the songs he's working on, but they're oh. usually good. All I want to hear are musicals. Oh, he wrote a musical. I don't want to hear his original musical. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, no, I do. But after I know all the words. Do you like Beauty and the Beast or no? I don't like it at all. But just that Be Our Guest song, I was playing it for the child. And that's really good. For the child. Yeah. No, I... I would like to know how to play that. I but mean, it made I me excited to have old a movie. Oh, okay. It just made me excited to start watching these with... Because then... Yeah. Like Tom Lennon told me, he's got like an eight-year-old and he's like, we just watched Les Miserables and ate a pizza. And I was that like, that sounds fun. Heaven. <laughs> that sounds... I cannot wait. I mean, I already watch musicals with... Are we not saying our kids' names for a reason? Oh, I just never say my kid's name. Why? Because I'm afraid someone will steal the name. <laughs> and I don't but want why to have... But if somebody heard you say it, then they would be like, oh, I can't name my kid that now because Natasha Legero's kid is named that. I know. I just always wanted her to have a unique name. So I was like, oh, I'll never say her name. So in case someone, you know, is out of ideas, they might copy it. Well, my kid's name is Mary. So <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of off the unique table. But I watch Moana with her as like a musical because I really like the music. I watch. We've oh, watched that Annie. that was good. I watched yeah. some of that. You should learn how to play songs from Annie. That would be fun. I love Annie. I know. And the songs are so fun to sing. Dumb Every dog. single So good. Every single song is so fun I to sing. I think musical theater is a little harder, though. Like, I'm kind of in right. like a, you know, when people are like, oh, that, that song only has three chords. Like, most songs are, like, pretty easy. They're, like, three chords. But I think musical theater is, like, way more yeah. hard. It's, it's higher degree difficulty. I taught myself how to play Lean on Me. You did? Yeah, it's really easy. But only the very beginning. I can't read music either. You can probably play it to its full potential. Lean on me. 
Like if, it's like if do, I learned it, do 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 do. <laughs> like I I play piano with a finger. So what made you want to start taking piano lessons when, when six years ago? Well, I've always kind of had this fantasy, and then I was always attracted to pianos. And I actually remember when I I lived in Harlem at some point right before I moved here, right before nine eleven in mm-hmm. New York, and. Someone told me, oh, I know a piano that's being sold for like $100. So I was like, I'll buy it. And so I bought this piano and I hired these movers and it was so sad. They had to like completely take it apart. Oh, no. To, it was like a vintage piano. So it, I, they had to completely take it apart to get it up all of the, mm-hmm. you know, rows of stairs in this like small walk up. Right. And so then it was in my studio apartment that had like two windows that faced a brick wall. And it was just so depressing. And then I subletted the the place and went to L.A. And then 9-11 happened. And then I just left New York. Right. So I kind of always was trying to learn how to play it. Mm-hmm. And so then when I moved here, when I got a house or, a, you know, rented a house, I was like, oh, I should look into renting a piano. And then I found one and it was like $30 a month. And it was Shut so up. it was like a vintage, cool piano. And then after like a year, I said, can I just buy this? And then I gave him like $300 or something. No so way. So the whole thing cost me like, I don't know, $1,500. But I still have it and it looks really cool. It does. It looks great. Yeah. So you can rent them if you're interested. If someone That's were interested. That's so cool. And then I happened to find a cool teacher. So I got kind of lucky. How'd you find the cool teacher? Someone just told me about her. I don't know. You always know a guy. I feel like like that's like a luck I have. Like I always like, I feel like I always find good people to like help me envision what I want. (laughs) Yeah, you're really good at that. Like, and which brings us to your next hobby, which is interior design. Was the piano, it was both something, your fantasy was like this finishing school rich girl fantasy. Yeah, where I I was always learning about philosophy and art and like (laughs) how to become sophisticated and... And then was it also part of your interior aesthetic, do you think? I think. Yes, probably. Yeah. But also I think the way... Because rich people have pianos. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Yeah, pianos. Well, what I like is like an old-fashioned kind of thing. So I like the idea of like a party where there's like someone playing piano. My grandfather had a player piano. That's cool. Yeah, that would be fun like, to put on at a party. Wait, does he still have it? He died. <laughs> what, what did they do with it? You should have gotten it. That would be so cool. It was so like cool. a baby grand player piano. Like I lived on Ludlow Street <laughs> with a bathtub in the kitchen. Like there, that would be no so one had cool. any place to put it. Yeah. Right. I know. It was really cool. And, and we used to put it on and then do dances all around. Well, I think that interior design, I think if you if you are around people who have good style mm-hmm. then or have a talent for that, then you can kind of, you get better at it. You know, like I worked for yeah. this design, this clothing designer, but she was really good at that. And so I always... What clothing designer? You don't, don't want to say? I don't think it's a thing anymore. Oh. Um, was she famous? No. But you, she had great aesthetic? Yeah. And so you learned a lot. From, she was like true. German and she just kind of uh, she would like walk into a room and be like, why are they? she had, you know, she's like, why are these three flowers in a row? They should be on the steps. One, two, three. And then Ooh. she would just kind of make it. And then she's like, people always try to cram a bunch of furniture into their house, like just make it an open space and get rid of stuff. And she just had like a very like keen eye. And so then, you know, h- hanging out with her for like three years working for her. I feel like I just kind of understood it more. 
I worked for designer as well. And I feel like I can so relate to what you're saying. I learned a lot about taste and aesthetic from my friend still Cindy Green and she owned this line called Libertine that she doesn't own anymore Mm -hmm. but she just knew she just knew so much about what is aesthetically pleasing to the eye and I didn't know anything like you train your eye so then you once you see what's good and what works then it's hard to look at things yeah in the other way because you've already like yeah there is a superior thing that's like more pleasing usually totally and she knew that Mm -hmm. I still don't I still don't really know it, but I knew I know more because of her. You know a lot. But also, I'm not really that good. I like You are. Oh my god. So I was saying that Natasha knows, she always knows like a guy. She always knows a lady. That's true. Her, her I definitely know someone who will tile house. your ceiling. <laughs> yeah, see? And also paint a mural on your ceiling and also um do all of the curtains, make curtains and shades yeah. and the curtains and her house is unbelievable. It's so lush. It's like the chateau. That is actually one of the things I study. <laughs> yeah, I studied oh, the chateau too. This is my version of it. No, but I like that. I actually have never even been there. I've never been to a room. Like oh, when I go to the you Bowery can see Hotel. Online, though. Oh yeah. But I'd like to see it cuz like when I go to the Bowery Hotel in New York, I take pictures of everything. Yeah. You but, should stay at the chateau one night. It's so fun and it's beautiful. I bet. It's like rich, but also sparse. That's what I want. I want less things. Me too. I mean, I just like throw things away. I need to stop doing that. I I mean, I... I hate... I throw everything away. Like when I'm sick of looking at it. I know. It's awful. It is. But then why do we buy so much stuff? Because we love buying stuff. I want to stop buying stuff. I want to delete my Amazon account. That would be cool. that I can't do. I know. But you're... You make a good point. Like... I just don't wouldn't know where else to get my my dog food for Judy because she's a sensitive stomach. But I think Amazon is bad. Just kidding. If you're sponsoring this podcast, <laughs> just kidding. Does Amazon sponsor anything? <laughs> oh my god, they're going to. See, I should really have a partner. I don't know. Why she, do you want a partner? Not to play off each other like that. Oh, am I not giving you enough? No, no, no. You're my guest. <laughs> I'm saying like every time. Oh, like you want to like ask someone something. Yeah, like, no, I don't know. Just kidding. I like the idea of this podcast. I I like the idea of a hobby. I think it's really interesting. It's definitely like um, something that it seems very elitist. (laughs) Well, thank you for pulling me back to the subject. (laughs) See... To pull me back I, to the subject. I was trying subject. to be your co-host. That's you what I were <laughs> because I have ADD, ADHD, whatever. So I'll go off on a thing. But you think it's elitist? Well, to like discuss something that is like what you like to do in all of your free time, because most people don't have free time. Well, don't even find when you're busy, you don't have free time. Like it's really hard to. That's like- why. That's why I wanted to ask people because it isn't only about free time. It's about. What do you do that makes you happy with that has no agenda behind it? That doesn't make you look better to other people. It doesn't give you career networking. Yes. Points. And I think that it's so important to to find that or to do that or you know what I mean? And even knowing I was doing this podcast, it probably subconsciously made me take a take a lesson today. That's cool. And that's 
That's great. I like that. So I'm interested in how can you how can you keep giving it energy your hobby? Well, have you if have it gives you figured you joy, anything out from doing this podcast? There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. I don't know if I figured anything out. If it gives you, if it makes you happy, like I would never sign up to take piano lessons because playing the piano is a hobby that I would want to want to do, but because I'm not doing it, I'm pretty sure that I would dread the piano lessons. That said though, I used to sometimes like, you know, I took ballet class and sometimes I was like, oh, I really don't feel like going. So I just wouldn't go. I, I got You always bring up ballet to me. I am not. I'm not I've never been attracted to it as a thing right. like so, I don't so know that after, I would put my put my kid in it right what I, do you like about it oh my god I think it's so beautiful I love watching it I love watching people dance I need to see more of it I just don't like the aesthetic of the outfit <laughs> oh see I that's one of the main things that I love is the aesthetic of the outfits that you wear to class and the outfits that you the costumes you wear on stage yes that's very cute that you like that I love the French names of the positions I love everything (laughs) about ballet if in fact I think I love watching ballet dancers learn how to dance as opposed to watching them on stage because I know that they know it so well by that point. It's almost like it's almost surreal watching them because they're not they're not going to mess up. There's nothing raw about it. But when they're learning it, it's really it's so hard. They're 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 like um, like Olympic athletes who don't get paid any money and it's art. So it's like that's an interesting way to look at it. But what happens when your daughter wants to become a ballerina? great what do you mean i hope she does but isn't it extremely competitive i mean i don't i just have friends whose kids are in ballet and they always have to like drive to irvine and they're trying to get into all these special classes (laughs) seems like a nightmare for me i'm like ugh, the driving i probably have to drive places (laughs) if it's competitive that's her that's her that's my kid's journey right i'm not competitive about it like i'm not like a i'm not gonna be like a dance mom I, I I just don't have it in me. I don't have that kind of competition in me. If Mary does, like, 
good for her. Like that's what I was just, were you into sports when you were growing up? No. Me either. I, I, I did swimming. You did? Mm-hmm. You still like swimming. Mm-hmm. Does it bring you joy? Yes, but it's hard to get myself to do it. Mm. I mean, I like fun swimming, but I don't like laps. I do, yeah. You love laps. I mean, I can't say I love it, but it feels like a great all-over exercise, and it always feels good to be in water. Yeah, that's you know? cool. I would do water ballet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is, really. But like to do, do you wear a swimming cap? No. <laughs> you would look so chic in a swimming cap, don't you think? I mean, I've had them for sure. Totally. Actually, I probably should wear a swimming cap. I just can picture you and it looks so cute. Do you know how to do the butterfly? Yeah. <gasps> well, because be- that's cool. I, I was in on the swim team. You so were? That was my, I would always, I have like a folder full of yellow ribbons. Like I would get fourth place, but I could, they would make me do butterfly because a lot of people couldn't do it, but I was the slowest. <laughs> But that's because still I'm, so cool. I think butterfly looks so hard. It's like it the, is doing the worm of dance. And of also swim. a swimmer's body is like broad shouldered and like mm. a little taller. Like I'm, I don't really have a swimmer's body. Were you competitive on the swim team? No, I hated it. Oh, you did? Yeah. I just felt like my childhood, I was just waiting for my life to start. From what age? When? What age did you think your life would start? Like when you left town? Yeah. So probably like from age 12 to age 17. Where'd you go to college? Um, Illinois State University, but then I went to New York. You dropped out of school? Mm-hmm. And went and lived in New York? Yeah. And is that when you felt like your life started? <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. I never really thought about it after that. I just knew I had to get out of there. You were like, I'm, I want to act. I want to do comedy. I'm, I'm, hit, I'm hitting the streets of New York. <laughs> I'm hitting the brick walls. Backdrop. Something like that. Did you, when you were that age, did you have any hobbies when you were mo- just moved to New York and you're Well, I 20s? think before, another thing about hobbies that's interesting is it's almost like you have to be secure in your field and then you're like, oh, now I have a hobby that has nothing to do with it. Because before you're there, then you're just like acting as a hobby because no one's ever paid you to do it. So you keep like trying to do it and everything you do, at least for me. But you know that's what you want to be when you grow up. Right. But every single allotted time was spent either trying to figure out how to become an actress or, you know, but then you had downtime. So you were saying that you think it's elitist. I think the problem is the word hobby because most people work all day and then go home and watch TV. Right. That's a hobby. That's I mean, watching TV is a hobby. I mean, if that's what brings them joy, maybe it's like jerking off. Maybe it's whittling. <laughs> jerking off could definitely be a hobby. I, I, I think it's probably not the healthiest of hobbies. Not that anything there's anything wrong with jerking off, but is being an alcoholic a hobby? <laughs> you know what? Maybe I take that back. Like maybe jerking off and, and drinking <laughs> and doing drugs I don't think that being addicted to anything brings somebody joy. I think That's it's something true. that they have to do. They can't not do. So maybe when people drink recreationally, sure. Like, I don't think that if it brings them that much joy, then it's probably getting to the point where they're trying to fill a void, which is what this podcast is called. So maybe it is a hobby. Yeah. Is I mean, you don't necessarily have to <laughs> fill the void with something that's good for you. That's true. 
I should talk to somebody whose hobby is smoking weed. <laughs> and doesn't affect their life and they You're don't do it. You're talking to one of them. So that's no. another one of your hobbies. <laughs> no, I do smoke pot though. But it does feel more like uh, like a hobby kind of how you're saying it because then right. you like yeah it's like a recreational thing for you or you know what it does it enhances hobbies it does so did you smoke weed before your piano lesson today no truth <laughs> Tr- truth corner a segment on our show called truth corner new segment alert truth corner no, no judgments no but <laughs> I'm giving her like the Larry okay, David yes. eyes. That's fine. So the fact that you lied about it means you're an addict. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but like, what did you feel ashamed saying that? No, no. I mean, I, I did earlier this morning because I had a headache, but I don't really no have judges issues. Okay. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you said, whatever you say, no, you I'm kidding. If I'm kidding. someone is an alcoholic, they it's probably well i said it's probably not bringing them bringing joy. them joy now that isn't to say that filling the void has to be something people that can makes fill you feel it with good food right and it, that can, makes you feel look, good i but... filled it for years with drugs and alcohol and it did feel good up until a point where it didn't and i still did it you know what i mean so like it doesn't necessarily need to bring you joy. It certainly didn't further my career in any way. Right. Just I think part of the reason why I wanted to do this podcast is because because I don't use drugs and alcohol anymore to fill the void or food or sex or whatever. I was curious about what other people do if other people have the same issue. You know, if other people are like, well, what? Like, I have like some leisure time. What do you do in your leisure time? Paint. Oh, you're so good. That's really nice. Wait, I forgot. So I do a lot of different things, but right but now you're it's paint. actually good at painting. I, that's kind. And I and I But if you were drinking and doing drugs, you still you wouldn't have the time probably to be I painting think, like so prolifically because you're always posting. I, I think I would lose interest in it faster. I think maybe I would rationalize by saying Drinking and doing drugs enhances my painting. And then ultimately... It does sound fun to be drinking and painting. <laughs> totally. And then it just sounds fun to be drinking. Right. I see like, what you're saying. Like, I don't need another activity. So that's like ultimately what happened to me and other things that I did. Like, I used to, I used to be so creative and drinking and doing drugs and super creative. And then I just... I wasn't. It just consumed my life but i have issues with that stuff not everybody does wait do you paint every day usually yes i usually would say i'm addicted to it another thing is that i listen to books while i paint oh that's cool and i'm actually listening to a book that your husband recommended world war z which i like but it is it can be like a little slow at times for me because it's an oral history of i i like sci-fi fantasy I mean I like all kinds of books but Moshe and I oh my god he took me to that movie it was so awful I never I never saw it it doesn't look good to me but I heard the book is really good but I'm I'm reading it but sometimes I can tell how into a book I am by how much I'm painting does it influence the paintings probably I never thought about that that's cool 
I bet you, I bet you it does. Also, the third, like, to be a good, good at piano, you have to do like at least 30 minutes a day. That's why it's good that you're doing it every day. You can't just do like once a week. Right, like Then practice. you forget everything. Yeah, so it's like I'm not exactly sure how to how to instill that, but I'm always like happier if I can figure out how to have 30 right. minutes a day to do that. But you can, let's say you practice piano 30 minutes a day. You might not be like Mozart, but you'd be able to play piano. All the time, whenever I want it. Right. See, painting, I can paint every single day and never be good you're good though what are you talking I mean, about i mean i i like i'm i feel good about the stuff that i post but like you don't think if people, you gave, i'm not talking like i've never had an art show but if you weren't also good at writing and everything else you do don't you think if you put all of your energy into painting you probably could like get somewhere i really don't know i think it's like i bet you could i bet i couldn't I mean, I, I, you know what? I I shouldn't say that because it's so negative. But like, that's a whole world I know nothing about. I never took an art class, really. Like, I never took a painting class. I don't. I know very little about composition, and that's. And I don't think you need to know that stuff to be a famous painter or a paid painter, like somebody who makes a lot of money, but. There, it's like a it's a scene. I just figured out something about your podcast. Okay. Well, so your hobbies are sometimes things that you kind of know you're not quite good enough to like really mm. s- super succeed at as a career. Like I couldn't be a s- professional singer. Oh my god, you have such a good voice. <laughs> I just heard up. Natasha yesterday <laughs> sing a note of music to her daughter. Well, to both of our kids, and she was just like. Oh, no that, so I mean, much better than that but i'm not <laughs> at the level of like a singer if you ever hear like a professional no but if who's you like trained every good, single day maybe you could be i don't think so because i think that's like your talent in your voice like it's not like your voice is going to change yeah you train your voice like you train you practice the piano you train your voice as a as a singer i don't know if you could ever be good but you will never know if you don't really train for it and i think the same thing with writing like I don't know if I'm a great writer, but I know how to do it because I've been doing it for Mm -hmm. so long. Yeah. So like whether I'm a good painter or not is kind of irrelevant. I think the com I think that is a good point you're making. Like I don't have the confidence that I have the way that I have it with writing because I've accomplished stuff with writing, but not ever with art. And the truth is you're just a creative person. So you're following where the energy, the energy of the art is taking you. Like I remember once I was taking tap dancing lessons for like this one person show I was doing. But then I started, oh, but that was before I was doing it for, I ended up putting it in a one person show. I was just taking it to take it. And then I started to feel like guilty. And I remember my boyfriend at the time, he was like, that's just the way the creativity is manifesting itself. So you should follow that, follow the tap dancing. So then I always kind of had it in my head that, you know, wherever the energy pointed at then I would try to you know that's so true and also I took a tap dancing class I'm not good at it it's so hard it's the drumming of dance exactly I was not really really hard it was just a little too hard but the idea of being able to do it seems so funny (laughs) it does seem so cool and funny and also the shoes are so great and I used to wear them to bars and clubs I used to wear tap shoes out because I thought that they were so fun 
I bet I, you there's some people who take tap dancing who are just like, oh my God, it's like I was born to do it. Yeah. It's just so easy. But like, I just don't, I don't have know. that. I think that they may, maybe they feel that they were born to do it, but like easy. Right. People make it look easy, but like, do you think anything is easy? Like, I don't think anything is easy. Well, I think for some people, physical things are easy. Like, I'm Easier. not like that. Like, Moshe likes to surf, and then his friend, he who just tried it with him, is like way better at him immediately because he was already a skateboarder. Mm-hmm. So it's like some people can just like pick up physical right. things, or you know, some people are more athletic. I don't know. I am definitely not. I'm not. No, I me love neither. dancing though. But I, I love like dancing, dancing like. Too. In front of the mirror. I love dancing at parties, at weddings. And so so I love going to ballet and, and I like taking dance classes. But it's such a different kind of dance, though, than you is. would ever have socially. It's really not. It's not like free swim. It's like like when you say that you were on the swim team and you like doing laps or you can do that. Like I, I like doing that for my exercise, which I already right. hate exercising. So but I'm the fact saying that you do best. exercise at all. And that you do that as exercise is impressive to me because I wouldn't choose that as my exercise. I would choose dance. But that's not realistic to say I'm going to dance every day, is it? Me? Like, don't you have to exercise every day or three times a week? No. But I used to dance three times a week. Really? That would be fun. Yeah, two or three times a week. You would take ballet. Yeah, but I wouldn't say that that's like... A great exercise. It is though, because you're stretching too, and that's really healthy. It wasn't bad, but like, I it's not like, it was more of like a meditation. Like that's the thing. Mm-hmm. It's like kind of a combination between performance art and exercise or mm-hmm. athleticism. So I wouldn't like lose weight from it, but I don't. I hate exercising. The only thing I I like to do is dance. So I'll maybe if I'm like I need to lose weight, which I don't say because I don't fucking give a shit how much I weigh and whether I'm fat or thin. Like I, You're skinny now, but you don't care. No, but I was not for so long. Because you were pregnant. Yeah, but also like my weight fluctuates. Cooking and like food isn't one of my hobbies. I hate cooking. You do? Someone I didn't was know that. That maybe I had I had to examine something in my life because I hated cooking. <laughs> Who fucking told you that? Fuck that person. I f- sorry if it's like your mom, but that's so annoying. Like examine this curse finger, <laughs> middle finger. <laughs> Funny. I can't tell you who told me. It was Chelsea. <laughs> Chelsea is like loves food though. Like I go to her house and she's like, I made this, I made that. Like she always has. I was food. at her house and she was grilling halloumi cheese and <sighs> making egg salad. <laughs> I know like, Chelsea, but that? she lo- she that's like. And it was the the cheese was she's so really easy. she's a really good cook and she's she loves at it. and she has like a very great palate. I remember when we were pregnant, we would ask each other all the time, "What are you getting for dinner tonight?" Because she would give me ideas. Of what she's to order. really good at that. Yeah. She said she she said she could sell her her Postmate orders because <laughs> they're so good. Yeah, she has re- <laughs> she she's she's ordered order brags to me before, and I'm like, great order. And it's so I've definitely started getting things based on her orders. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to say that like I think you're so good at um, interior design, and like that is a creative outlet like that's an art it form is, but I wouldn't I don't think I would want to do it for anyone besides myself right and I think it's like 
everyone, if you have the means to decorate your house, it seems like you would want to like pick the things out. I don't even think yourself. you need to have by the means. I think you need to have like hands and maybe not even. Oh, yeah. I had a dorm room in New York and it was like so depressing that I whitewashed all the furniture and then like put that. I did like um some sort of it was like shabby that's chic so, kind of like. But that's so cool. Like I would never even think to do I, that. And I bought a white plush rug and then <sighs> I then I did. So everything was white and then I had the white rug and then I did this like line or it's like mint green color all over the walls and then put like a pattern over it that all. Is so so that is so crazy. <laughs> I wouldn't get depressed. That's so cool, though. Like, you really thrive when your Around environment is aesthetically pleasing. Well, you know what's funny, though? I thrive my own self like I thrive. But as, like, someone who needs to get things done, I usually have to, like, go somewhere terrible to, like... Interesting. Like, I, I want to luxuriate in right. my... In my what I've created, I don't want to, like, work in it usually. Yeah, you are, like, a really good host, and you're great at having people feel comfortable and at home in your house and I don't know it is really nice to be in the environments you create I get it I mean that's interesting you create them too but you also go the extra mile that I'm way too lazy to go to because I want it to be perfect right like I don't care but and by the way I'm not like that in any other aspect of my life (laughs) really not really only that only only with my house like I get very, like, type A. It's not a great quality, actually. Why? Well, who does it hurt? Um, well, does it drive you crazy? I think it probably is, like, unpleasant for Moshe, but he's very sloppy. Oh, really? Like, he, if he's been in the kitchen, every single cabinet is open and, like, five drawers. And there's, like, shoes on the stove. <laughs> like, it's like a hurricane. Paul's, Paul's really neat in the kitchen. Ugh. We have different strengths and weaknesses when it comes to cleaning. And I, my strength is nowhere near the kitchen. I just, I don't, I don't like, I don't even, I don't like our kitchen though. I think I'm like, oh, well, if we redid our kitchen. Right. But I'm too lazy about, and too cheap to redo it. However, your kitchen is so awesome. Like, I would enjoy being in there. You should, you should do it. I'm going to start sending you images. Images. I have. It's like, the, who do I call? I have to like call a guy and then he comes here and then he says I this, see. this, and this. And then another guy has to come and say, no, it's going to be this it much. It takes like, a lot of time and energy. Right. It's like so many. When you put it like that, it makes me never want to do it again. But wait, why, why were you talking about the kitchen? Oh, the cleaning. I was a very but good you're cleaner also, as a child. Also interior design. Like you really inspire me. Thank you. And also inspired me to do this podcast today because Natasha was like, the thing about doing the podcast is that you have to stay on top of yourself and keep doing it. And I was like, great. Want to come over tomorrow? <laughs> so thank you. And I think this was such a great conversation. Okay, good. Do you feel that way? Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's a very, um, you know, I, I think finding a way to harness your creative energy is positive. Yeah. And it's like, and that's what a hobby is. On that note, thank you so much for doing this. I can talk to you for a thousand years, and I will. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you coming over. Now go get that cutie. Mm, Okay. Her dog cutie. She's sick. She's going to be okay. Okay, good. (laughs) 
Okay, so for filling the void, I'm really interested in like weird hobbies, hobbies that people are super obsessed with. And we have a toll free number and you can leave a message. Please call us at 844-370-VOID. Leave a message. Tell me what your weird, awesome, delicious, obsessive hobby is because I'm like, I just want more and more and more. And I like it when people are obsessed with weird shit. And um, you can rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Tell your friends about Filling the Void. Bye. Hey, this is Kate from Portland, Oregon. One of my hobbies is walking around and looking for free boxes. I'm looking right now. I found a couple tables. Didn't really like them. Some books. But I don't know. We'll see what we'll find. Another thing is that I just thrifted a ton of beads, like plastic, glass beads, weird little strings, stuff like that. And I just like sit at home at night and make bracelets and necklaces. And I've just started making my friends necklaces. I make one almost every day. And it's kind of hard, hard to stop once you start. But those are my hobbies. Bye. Erios. Powered by ACAST. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.